Hey all, uh, this is Malexandria here, just doing my first podcast. Um, it's called Malexandria's Chronic Chronicles. And um, just to let you know, my, my name isn't really Malexandria. Uh, my real name isn't quite as exciting as that, but um, that's the name I'm choosing for this podcast. So um, what what is it all about? Well, basically... Um, it's for anybody who's got a chronic condition or anyone knows who knows somebody with a chronic condition. And um, it's kind of like, I don't know, just going to be some personal ramblings and um, tips on dealing with maybe how to deal with having a chronic condition, um, no matter how, how you got it really, whether it's genetic, an accident, you know, the disease... Uh, just bad luck, you know. Um, yeah, so so that's what it's going to be all about. And and I'm going to. It might might sound a bit windy or a bit like there's noise in the background. That's because I'm taking uh, my dog for a walk at the same time. My dog's name is Binky, and he's a a standard Labradoodle, and he's blooming massive. So basically, he ends up taking me for a walk rather than me taking him for a walk. So there might be a few gaps where I have to stop and clean up um, his dog poo. <laughs> but there's not much I can do about that. So, um, so yeah, so I suppose I, sp- I should start with talking about me. Um, so my chronic condition started probably about three years ago. Come on, Binky, come on, we're not, come on, we've got to keep going. Uh, another thing that Binky does, he just he just randomly stops and sniffs everything. So, uh, yeah, my condition started about three years ago. Well, maybe a bit longer than that. Um, where I started getting really achy joints in my hands. And, um, uh, yeah, so, sorry, just a minute. The dog's, dog's going to bark at somebody. Stop it. Stop it. He doesn't like kids on um, kids on scooters for some reason. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. Poor kids. Really need to get him some training. But anyway, <laughs> back to the podcast. So yeah, um, started waking up with really achy hands and sort of a gradual thing that happened over time. Um, and I could also feel it in my elbows. And kind of in my toes as well, and other joints. Well, just to say, I'm sort of in my... Oh, God, there's another kid on a scooter. Why do they all appear at once? Uh, Right, okay, I'm just going to stop and navigate and and wait for a minute. So, yeah, um, so that's what started to happen. I kind of noticed it during the day. It was more like a sort of stiffness, really, just like an achiness in all of my finger joints, especially the end ones, you know, the ones closest to your nails. And um, I just thought, oh, well, I'm probably just getting a bit old because I'm sort of in my 40s. And uh, the kids have, on scooters have gone now, so I think it's safe. And I, and I also play a fair number of video games, where I used to. I don't have time for that anymore. Um, Maybe it's because I'm playing on the Xbox too much, killing too many enemies. Maybe that's the problem. Um, So, yeah, I just kind of thought, yeah, it's a bit weird, but 
Hey ho. Anyway, um, until one morning, I noticed. Oh, I thought my hands are getting really stiff. I thought I just feel really unwell. Um, I sort of, kind of felt malaised. I think that's the only way I can put it. I'm just like really sick. Kind of really fluey, but I didn't have the flu kind of thing. And my hands started tingling really strangely. I could feel the tingling sensation going up to my elbows, all around my body. Just seemed to be hitting all of my joints, or most of them anyway. And it was terrifying. I have to be honest, it was absolutely terrifying. I I did not know what was going on. I was like, "What, what is this? Have I got some kind of messed up, you know, disease or... Have I caught something? Or well, It was really terrifying. I was horrified. It's like one day, you know, well, I mean, obviously it wasn't one day because it was a bit of a gradual process that I kind of ignored, but it, it felt like one day, um, you know, I was fine and fit. And then the next day, my body was falling apart on me. It was absolutely terrifying. Um, I went to see my doctor, just waiting for another dog to go by, otherwise... Binky will go for him. Um, I went to see my doctor and he said, well, we'll send you for some tests, but it's possible that you might have rheumatoid arthritis. I was like, I'd already obviously Googled my... (laughs) I'd already Googled the symptoms that I was having before I went and absolutely scared myself to death with what I'd found. Like... um, seen pictures of these women with sort of gnarly old hands and in wheelchairs and I was, yeah I was I was so terrified I thought my life is over that is it my life is over life as I know it is done for that's the end of it you know five years I'm gonna be in a wheelchair and that's it come on Pinky come on but um so anyway yeah I went to the doctor come on and um, they sent me off for some tests. The doctor was really unsympathetic, by the way. He was like, because like, I started to cry at the doctor's surgery. And he was like, why are you crying? You know, um, they've got some really good medication nowadays. I mean, I've seen the sort of medication that people are taking for that, like methotrexate, medications like that. I wouldn't call those really good. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I'd take them if I had to, but other medications that can cause you to get cancer or liver problems is not really my idea of a good medication. Although I do understand, you know, if you can't walk, then you're going to take it. And I would if I had to. So, um, so anyway, I was crying in the doctor's surgery and then... He was like, do you want some antidepressants? Have you been feeling stressed lately? I was like, you'll be kidding me. I mean, right, this isn't stressful. <laughs> you know. I was like, no, I don't, I don't want antidepressants. I just, I want to, um, I want to know what the heck is going on with me. And I want to figure out a way to, you know, get better. So um, the test came back. Anti-CCP, all of that sort of thing rheumatoid factor it was all negative and 
and uh, but then they said to me, well, you could still have it. You might have um, seronegative inflammatory arthritis. And, you know, because going back to, I mean, that was sort of a relief. Well, it wasn't a relief. I was still horrified, but I thought, okay, well, maybe... Maybe it's not rheumatoid arthritis, then maybe it's something else, or... I don't know. Um, yeah, so... I do feel as though I need to go back to how shocked I was when my body changed like that. But I don't think... I don't think that's addressed. I don't, I don't think anybody can possibly know whatever your condition might be that might have happened you know, quickly like that, or, you know, seemingly quickly within months, and then rapidly changing over a few days. You just can't appreciate how horrifying that is unless it's happened to you. You trust your body, your body works in a certain way, and then all of a sudden it doesn't, and that horrifying white fear that overtakes you, and and the uncertainty and not knowing what's going on is it's something that I've never experienced in my entire life. And, um, yeah, unless somebody else has been through it, they're not going to understand it either. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why I want to do this podcast, because I feel that... I don't feel as though I really had any support. You know, my doctor was trying to give me antidepressants. I went on some forums and and they were kind of good. Um, But I was in shock. You know, I had to take a couple of days off work, working full time. Um, And I tried to, you know, find a solution, try to reach out there, try and find out what was going on with me. I mean, needless to say, I found lots of sort of options for diets and, you know, arthritis and different forms of arthritis I could have and, yeah, I mean, it was was just horrendous. And the only time I felt happy was when I was asleep. It was like I was was living in a waking nightmare and... um, it was probably one of the worst times of my life and I've, I've been through a number of, you know, unhappy situations. But that, that, was, that was a real killer. That was a real killer. And I, I, you know, I was in shock. So all I wanted to do was sleep because that was the only time I got any peace. As soon as I woke up, I could feel my joints hurting again. I could feel the stiffness all over my body. And it was like going back into that hell again. It was like a living hell. Anyway, I've just got to get through some mud here. So I was hoping the dog doesn't pull me over. It's been raining really badly lately. Right, come on, Binky. Come on. Oh, yeah, I know. It's really muddy, isn't it? It's horrible. It's <laughs> oh, God. I didn't actually realise it was quite this bad. But we'll battle on. Ugh. You're going to need a bath when we get home. So, so yeah. I mean, first cu- first few months that I went through that, um, I was just in shock. I think, and I wasn't getting any answers. You know, I didn't have a definite diagnosis. 
I mean, I think, you know, if they'd sort of said to me, yes, you've definitely got rheumatoid arthritis or some sort of inflammatory arthritis, then, you know, I could have probably got my head around that after a while, but I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting any answers. They were like, well, we don't think you've got that. I mean, I had x-rays as well within sort of three to six months and there was no damage to any of my joints. Um, and with RA, the damage seems to tends to happen fairly quickly with three years three years on they still can't see any damage to my joints so what they're saying now is um it might be some other kind of just very mild version of it or it could possibly be to do with uh perimenopause who knows who would know that i think it's to do with lack of estrogen or something i'd I'd, i'm not sure i believe that I mean, the amount of pain I'm in every day in the morning when I wake up. Hard to believe, but, you know, who knows. So anyway, back to um, three years ago. Um, how did I... How did I manage to get through those first months? Well, a lot of sleeping. Um, I did an awful lot of Googling. I would say that's... Some of it's a good thing, some of it's a bad thing. You end up down some rabbit holes that really lead you nowhere. Um, I mean, diets, diet might have something to do with it. A lot of people say, you know, exercise more. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I'll probably talk about diet in another episode. But I think for now, I just want to focus on those first few weeks, first month or two, where you feel as though your whole life has been turned upside down. I mean, no matter what condition you've got, you know, whether it's something more serious than what I've got or less serious or, you know. Ooh, that's another muddy bit. Squelch. Let's just squelch through this area. Just one second. Oh, that's better. We're going on a path now. Right, I'm just waiting for some people approaching me, so I'll just go around them. So tips for surviving. So what I did was um, I made myself focus on the now rather than letting my mind wander to very dark places. Such as my mind would wander to the woman sitting in the wheelchair you know, not able to pick anything up because her hands are completely buggered. Excuse my French. Occasionally I might say that an odd, mild swear word. That's just me. Uh, sorry if you don't like that, but it's just me. And I would think, yeah, in five years I'm going to turn into, you know, a cripple. I'm not going to be able to walk. I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to hold anything. You know, it's absolutely terrifying and horrific. I just... You know, the thought of losing my independence was beyond. Yeah, just, just like a just living nightmare. There's no words for it, really. So, my advice to anybody, anybody who's going through that right now, you have my complete sympathy. Is it's, it's really rough, and uh, the way to deal with it was to really focus on the now. So when your mind starts slipping. 
just say to yourself, I'm going to focus on this moment right now. I think it's dog poo time, so just let him do that. So just take some deep breaths and just say, right now, I'm going to focus on this minute, this particular moment, this second. I am focusing on the now, and I would chant that to myself over and over again whilst I was walking. I would make myself go out for walks as well every day I will focus on the now I mean, it was a real effort trust me all I wanted to do was sit on the sofa and die and feel sorry for myself but I just w- would go out for walks get some nature if you possibly can and I appreciate not everybody with a chronic condition can do that maybe put on a YouTube video showing a nice scene of a forest or something or I don't know, something that makes you feel at peace. But just take some breath, deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth and just say to yourself, I am focusing on the now. I am focusing on right now, this second, this moment. And I just found that that helped me to center myself because focusing on the future as I found out, it's not, you know, things don't always happen the way that you think they're going to happen or might happen or the worst case scenario that you found on Google because that's what Google will give you. All roads lead to the worst place. Um, and, you know, three years later, after thinking that I'd be crippled in five years' time, I'm, I'm you know, I am slightly worse than I was with my hands and my elbows. But I'm not... You know, I'm not much worse. I'm certainly no... I can still pick things up. I can still do things. There's nothing wrong with my legs and my toes bother me. But it doesn't stop me from walking. And I'm just going to let some people go by. Because otherwise the dogs will start jumping at each other. Oh, by the way, it's um, we're in lockdown at the moment. So... Uh, we need to sort of keep two metres away from each other at the moment. Um, yeah, so let's keep moving. Right. Yeah, I live in the UK, so we're in a full lockdown because of the coronavirus. I don't know which time, place or city or village you're listening in from, but hello wherever you are. But yeah, that's what we're living in at the moment, so uh, it's a bit of a weird situation, but yeah so as I say uh, yeah you know I mean you may have an idea of what your condition might do to you but then again that may may or may not happen you know they might develop new medicines they may maybe that you get yourself a bit fitter so that whatever you have might progress more slowly you know I just think focusing on that worst case scenario it's not worth it it's just you know ignore that tormenting voice that's going on inside your head ignore it because it's not going to do you any favors so focus on the now and as you see from me three years later i'm doing okay and i'm doing quite well mentally anyway come on binky come on let's go
I'm going to leave it there for now. So that's just my little tip um, for people who have just found out maybe they've got a chronic condition or maybe a relative of somebody has a chronic condition so that you can perhaps glimpse of what, you know, somebody else is going through or if you're going through it, as I say, just keep going and focus on the now, okay? Focus on the now, this moment, this second. Okay, right, that's the end of my first podcast. Uh, Alexandria out and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.